All right, welcome to another exciting episode of Adulting Poorly. As always, I'm your host, and sometimes, most of the time, your only guest, Mike Phipps. Um, today, I got a couple things to talk about. Uh, mostly, it's going to be about a gun initiative that is trying to be passed in Washington State and kind of the um, the impact of it, uh, how people have been responding as of right now. And then also look at kind of some of the holes that you see in and this is a whole, I mean, it's a good step forward, but we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, first, I want to talk through just some weird shit that happened this week. Uh, then talk about, well, doctors. I've been around them a lot as of late, and I've noticed some things that are just so weird. Um, but first, I want to talk about where we're at right now with the Mega Millions jackpot. Currently sitting at $1.6 billion. I can tell you honestly right now that if you didn't earn that money, if you didn't earn $1.6 billion, you're, you're literally going to be a billionaire overnight if you win this. And I don't know if, if I could respect it not, not having earned it. And I mean, this is for me personally. Maybe there's other people that can handle it that would be very good at it. I, I have a feeling I would wind up just giving a lot of it away. I would I would turn into this weird, like, very introspective, gigantic doucher for probably two to three weeks, maybe even a month. Um, I can't imagine I would be a good person at all, like, um, getting in arguments with people and telling them if they shut the fuck up and don't talk for two weeks, I'll give them a million dollars. I could see doing things like that. Um, definitely going on the road. Uh, trying to have, um, visit as many cultures as I could, uh, kind of like Anthony Bourdain without the class, style, originality, education, cultural background, so really nothing like Anthony Bourdain, actually. It'd be more like jackass trying to be Anthony Bourdain, so me going to other countries with friends of mine and family probably sounding very white and entitled and stupid uh, and trying to learn something out of it and make it like a public service announcement or the the more you know at the end of it um, but I think that's what I would probably wind up doing but I, I don't I don't see that I would actually keep a lot of that money I think I would have to give it away again because I don't think I could respect it because it was just there like one day you're poor the next day you're rich and I don't mean like a little bit rich I mean like wealthy like buy a a sports franchise wealthy, which has also crossed my mind if we won the money. Um, but, but there's just too much other things you could do with that money. There's just too much good you could do with it. There's, uh, I just I couldn't imagine just keeping it. But you know the individual that will win it will wind up probably keeping all of it. And that's their business. That's their life. I just don't think you can respect it or treat it with the... I'm saying respect too much. Treat it with the respect that it actually deserves where you've you've made this jump to being the, I don't want to say the elite, but you're now a one percenter if you're a billionaire. And it, the other thing to look at is that's healthcare. Like, that's $1.6 billion. How much healthcare could that buy for the United States for an entire year? Could that actually help the crisis? Why do you think other countries help, like hate us right now? There's, they're poverty-stricken countries all over the world. Which this money could help, but we bitch about not having 
health care or that we have the wrong type of universal health care or the government shouldn't control it but I definitely want it. Same thing with education. It should be privatized but the government should be involved a bit more but they're not involved enough but we really want this to be something that we're subsidizing but we don't want to have government control but they should definitely give us more money for it. Um, we bitch about all these things and then we're going to give somebody $1.6 billion rather than just giving it to the greater good. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me and I guarantee it doesn't make a lot of sense to other countries. That's like probably more than the gross national product of multiple countries, hundreds of countries. It's probably ridiculous. Then they're just staring at us, hearing it on TV and people complaining because they didn't win but they want to win so they can quit their job and these people are like, yeah, I'd really like to eat again. You know, because I haven't in like the last two months. I did have a, a little bit of dew because it was colder the other morning. But other than that, yeah, don't even have a sandwich or a place to put it. So that's nice. Anyway, for me, watch. By the way, if I win after this, after putting this out here, I have to stick by the words that I've said here. And I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm that good of a person. I mean, I know, I, I know I'm kind of a, like, pseudo good person, how about good person adjacent, but I think I would really, I would blow a lot of money, you'd see a lot of ridiculous cars, you'd be like, I'm pretty much, you, didn't you say on your podcast that you would give most of that away, right, but I'm still gonna have some indulgent shit, don't get me wrong, daddy likes his stuff, I like my wines, I do like a really good cigar. I love to travel. I'd probably have to go to Cuba. But yeah, I, I think it, after putting this out there, it'd be really hard to win it and then be like, oh, uh, sure, I'm giving money away. I swear. I swear I'm doing that. I'm being super generous. I gave that homeless guy a bag of nickels. He seems fucking happy. Super happy. Granted, I threw it at him, but he still has it. All right. Enough of that. Enough of overindulging in my own brain about wanting a lot of money even though I haven't earned it or even if I could manage that amount of money or be responsible after the fact. Um, it's the time of year right now where political ads are coming out and I've got to tell you, normally I hate this type of year. I totally hate it. Everyone's got an attack ad. Everyone is screwing everyone else over. Everyone wants to raise taxes. Um, they hate you. Uh, they want you to leave the country. Um, this person supports abortion rights. They don't support abortion rights. It's like, I wouldn't be surprised to hear like, they're going to sneak in your house and murder you. Susan Del Benier, she carries a shotgun because she uses it. Like they're fucking crazy messages. And I absolutely hate them. And it's just so tough to just Find your way through all the minutiae where you have large corporations that are making attack ads against things that are going to help them in the long run. Uh, like the grocery tax issue right now. Same with the pop tax. You see that a lot of that is are coming out with you know farmer ads and things of that nature. That's all funded by companies like Coca-Cola, so you vote against it to reduce the taxes on their product. Same thing with the sugar tax, etc. Um I digress. Again, my favorite though right now, absolute favorite, is the current RNC um, just don't vote Democrat campaign. It is fucking hilarious. They make it sound like, number one, a socialist movement is the worst thing that could potentially happen to the United States ever. 
Like, communism was bad in the 50s and the 80s. And now they have something new to attack. It's socialism. And they just drill down on this. Bernie Sanders, do you want socialism? Do you want the government in your health care? Bernie's going to come and eat your face. Like, weird shit. And then there's like fire and explosions in the background. Socialism is essentially, okay, that we all act as one social unit and do what's best for the greater good rather than individual goals and achievements that make you rich. <clears throat> Unless, of course, you win um, the Mega Millions and then you're just benevolent when you give money away. After that, though, socialism, totally fine, totally fucking fine. Um it just it's amazing how much they're they're pushing on this like they're calling the democrats the far left i don't i didn't realize there was a far left like we're like democrats are dangerous now they're super dangerous not anything like putin no putin's a great guy but democrats those fucking guys are crazy they want to give you health care oh my god they want to raise the taxes yes but to level it off so we're not seeing such a giant deficit and just so we're clear, once you hit $1 trillion, as far as the deficit is concerned, we're not paying that back. That's like that bill that went to collections. Yeah, it may be something we could have paid back, but it keeps gaining more and more interest and late fees and payment arrangements and shit like that. That it's now at a point that you're never going to pay it off. You're never. You're going to wait until it eventually falls off your credit. China owns something like $890 million of our debt. I think it's even greater than that. And people say, you got to watch out for China. No, China made a really bad investment because we're never going to fucking pay them back. And it's probably not going to change anything. Anyway, moving right along, though, having a more balanced budget with the taxes accounts for other things like um, Social Security. Have you noticed Mitchie McConnell? That fucking ham-faced motherfucker keeps saying that we need to take money away from things like Medicare and Social Security because of what? Oh, that's right. The current tax plan isn't doing what it says it was. They said it was going to do. That tax plan was going to do what? It was going to make money for everyone because the 1% were going to be able to spend more money and corporations were going to give bigger bonuses. So trickle down economics. Right. Didn't work in the 80s. Isn't working again. What did we learn from the 80s and Ronald Reagan? Guess what? People who are rich and corporations that are rich reinvest that money as recognized revenue. People that are rich, the one percenters, put that money in a bank account that we'll never see. In the Cayman Islands or somewhere else. Or there's a little midget the size of Hervé Villachez walking around with a giant bag of cash. And that's all he does is just to keep it away so nobody knows it exists but him and the person that it paid him to walk around with it. That's rich people keep their money. Poor people spend their money because they want to feel like they're rich or that they're paying for their bills. They're paying for food. If you give a poor person a shitload of money, that money is going to get circulated into the community almost immediately. Going back to that whole Mega Millions thing. Yeah, if I won that money as a poor person... That shit would be in the community so fast because I would spend it on dumb shit so fast because, again, I have no respect for that money because I didn't earn it. So I'm not trying to keep it. I'm trying to flash it and flaunt it and anything else. If you want 
the economy to be booming again and not the stock market because that is not the fucking economy, but the actual economy, then give money to poor people. Give money to the middle class and let them spend it. They're going to buy cars and things that they actually need, but that money does circulate within the community again and thereby building our infrastructure out. I shouldn't say infrastructure, but you get what I mean, right? But you give it to the one percenters and they just... They Scrooge McDuck it. They put it in a big fucking vault and dive around it in all day. Which again is something I might try for with the Mega Millions dollars. But I would have to do it in dollar bills after they have been thoroughly cleaned. Money is a filthy thing. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I would try that. I would definitely Scrooge McDuck that shit. Anyway, so back to the ads. These things are, I mean, it's just crazy. It's out of control. It should be illegal to have ads like that that are really, there's no basis for what they're saying. It is not the truth. It's not truth adjacent. It's not remotely true. It's a version of the truth, which is a lie. Again, the um, new truth. The It's true because I believe it to be true, which leads back to Kelly Conway and our wonderful fuckhead Mr. Trump. And now we have these just outlandish ads. If I were president, which will never happen, just because the attack ads on me would probably be correct. Um, it, I mean, what would you do? You just come out and go, yeah, I fucking did that. So what? Yeah. I love smoking weed. Still do today. I don't get the issue. What's the problem? All right. I did lie. I don't smoke it anymore, but I do ingest it because... Uh, I think it's better if you actually put it in food, and it's uh, for pain management now, not just to get high, so there's that. But still, you just got to come out and fucking own it. I would have to just come out and own it, but there would be too much shit for me to overcome. Um, And it would be spun in horrible ways. Anyway, but with all that being said, if with now $1.6 billion, (laughs) again, another reason I won't win, running for president... That would be one of the first things I would do is like attack ads have to go through or ads in general for political parties have to go through some vetting process. And if found to be illegal, they have to run a retractment or attraction, sorry, uh, spending as much money or more on the retraction in the same time and space that they purchased the original ads. Like, sorry, here's our correction from the previous ad that we ran because we were fucking lying to you. Sorry, but really put some skin in the game, put some money into it. That's the only thing that would be fair. Because, again, they're just ridiculous. And there's not anybody that actually likes these ads. Is there? Am I wrong on this? If I am, let me know. But I don't think I am. All right. Moving right along. I've got another wonderful misadventure of entitled... Entitled white people! Um, so some of you know that every once in a while I'll do, uh, MC CrossFit events, normally for the gym that I go to, I've done a couple others. Um, and it amazes me every time that you take a sport like CrossFit, which is predominantly white, uh, people pay a lot of money to do it on a monthly basis. And then you put them all in essentially a giant testosterone and estrogen filled cage on a high protein paleo diet. And expect them not to just become the most entitled white thing you could, which is the douchebag in its natural environment. And again, I do CrossFit. I, as I just said, I MC for CrossFit. I understand the irony here, but just hear me out. So I'm doing this fucking event, right? And 
it's going great. We've got two events going side by side, but we've got weights in the middle to kind of separate the two. We keep trying to move people away from it so they don't get hit by an athlete flinging weight about because, you know, no one would sue that gym if they got hit by a bar that had 225 pounds on it and they took it right in the fucking melon. They'd be like, you're right, that's my fault. I shouldn't have been here. Nope, that's not what we do. First, we take to the internet. Then we take to a lawyer. Then we blame someone else with that lawyer. And then we take their money. Or at least we try to. Because that's what we do. We're fucking horrible. Anyway, so this guy is sitting there. Right where he's being told not to. He's also a competitor. And he's videoing his girl, man, wife thing. I don't know what the fuck she was. Anyway, I walk over. I'm like, hey, guys, you got to move. And he turns around. And he goes, I'm fucking videoing, bro. <laughs> it's like, okay. That, that doesn't change it unless you have a press pass. Or if, I don't know, you got permission to be here. Or if I don't fucking care either way, get your ass up and fucking move. So again, I turn around, I say, hey man, you guys really have to move. This is for the safety of your athlete and you. And he goes, dude, I fucking told you I'm not moving. I'm videoing, bro. Now, this is not my event. So I can't be my most wonderful and kind self and just, you know, saunter up to him, gently put my hand on his shoulder and then fucking grab him by the ear and the back of the hair and drag his ass out of the gym, throw him in his fucking car, light it on fire and push it down the street. Like any gentleman would do in that scenario instead I just let it go which by the way when people are like just let it go it's the best thing to do just let it go that shit ate at me all day like just gnawed at me things like that just gnaw at me and I don't know why it's probably because I'm not a good person so just eat me like I have another example I was driving in downtown Bellevue, which is a, a sister city or across the um, lake from Seattle, for those who don't know. Like, like there's listeners outside of Seattle. Anyway, so I'm, I'm driving what I, at the time, I had a 67 convertible Cadillac. I love this car. Nothing special about it at the time. Just green. And this guy pulls up next to me in a brand spanking new... Aston Martin. And he's revving his motor. I look up and he goes, looks like it's douche 30. The light turns green and he takes off. That happened. And the whole time they're going, what the f-? In, in this scenario, how am I the douche? You're driving a brand new Aston Martin that you have zero sweat, sweat equity in this car. You just walked in and said, yes, that one. That one will get me pussy. That is the one I want. And walked out. Nothing. I don't know if it's your money, it's daddy's money, if it's mommy's money, if it's granny, pappy's. I don't give a fuck whose money it is. Between the two, you're the douche because you called it out. You are douche 30. But my point is, that happened five fucking years ago. Maybe longer. It still eats at me. I still have no idea why that guy called me a douche. Totally confused by it. Maybe he thinks classic cars are douchey. If that's the case, I, I say that then. Call me a classic car douche. Be very specific when you're calling somebody a douchebag. Don't just say it's douche 30 and drive off. I should have hunted him down, taken my all-steel car, bumped his, like, paper-thin car, 
spun him around, and then, again, calmly put my hand on his shoulder, then grabbed his ear and his fucking hair, pulled him out of the car, and asked him what he was fucking talking about. But I didn't. So what happens? It eats at me for five fucking years. Because, again, I don't think I'm a good person. By the way, this has happened to me so many times. I don't know if it's a karmatic balance. I don't know if people just look at me and they're like, yeah, he's a pile of shit. And that's why they do it. Which, by the way, I'm not saying they're wrong for doing it, but at least vocalize it. Yeah, you're a pile of shit. Got it. We're on the same page, bro. Give me the finger. Walk away. Okay. I digress. I will back off on this one. But yes, entitled white people, who I happen to be one of, horrible fucking people. All right. I'm going to take a small drink. Today is for wine. I'm not doing lady beers. I'm a little bit bent by that, but I'm my own worst enemy because I had some of them last night and decided not to have them today. So today is a wonderful wine. Uh, It's red, and that's all I'm going to tell you about it. Mmm. Got to add bubbles to it and then chew it a little bit to make sure that you're getting... Yeah, see? That's fucking douchey. Anyway. Moving on. Washington State is trying to pass a gun initiative. And the basis of the initiative is if you're going to be purchasing a gun, it has to be registered. Um, You have to pay a registration fee. You also have to go through a training course. You have to be licensed in order to carry it. Now, while I don't think this is a bad idea, in fact, I honestly think it's a really good idea, um, what I'm caught up with is that there are fees and other things that are associated with it. And if you really want to make this so it's, it's something that every person that owns a gun wants to own a gun, has interest in owning a gun in, you have to make it something that is easily accessible to everyone. Uh, Anybody who wants to own a gun but doesn't have enough money to maybe do additional courses or training or anything else, I'm, I'm all for, but again, you shouldn't be charging exorbitant fees to do that. It should be very cheap to do it. Uh, especially if you're telling them that they have to go take a course. Okay, have you already created the course criteria and everything else, and you're setting the price because you're trying to um, regain lost revenue, or is this now a new revenue stream? Because it's a sunken cost as far as we're concerned. If we're paying for it, it's part of the taxes that we're currently paying for with the highest, one of the highest tax rates in the country. I digress. But make it so everyone can do it. Make the registration and licensing, licensing after you pass a test, just like a car, which by the way, for anybody who's talked to me, I think that guns and cars bear a very, very, very similar course. Cars, licenses, registrations, and tests were instituted because people couldn't fucking drive well and they were killing other people. That's why drunk driving laws occur as well. Because what happened? We were drinking too much, we were driving, and we were killing people. Other people. And that became a huge issue. And insurance has got involved, and everyone else got involved. And yes, it's become a giant industry for the insurance companies. But it's also a huge fucking issue as far as, I don't know, team people. And I'm on team people, which is why I don't want to see other people getting shot. Um... But if you're going to own a gun, I also believe, which a lot of people, friends of mine believe, this is a right. And you shouldn't be able to put, like, you shouldn't be able to put restrictions, guidelines on a right. Okay, I get that, but we're abusing that right. 
These are amendments for a reason, right? This is the second amendment to the Constitution, which means that we changed it to include this. All right? Now, the reason that we have the ability to make amendments in our Constitution is because our forefathers were smart enough to know that they're smart right now, but the future's going to change, and they are not going to be smart about that. So if you want it to be a right, then you have the right to carry a fucking musket, and that is it. And if you want to roll up on somebody, you better have your powder, shot, and cotton ball ready to go. Because if not, looks like you're going to be fighting with it like it's a stick. Okay? But now, things have changed. Guns are really accessible. People use them all the time. Brandish them. Shoot them up in a, like a, an enclosed club. They're killing people in schools. Teenagers, children are being shot. Apparently, that right needs to be looked at. Waiting for anybody? All right. Seeing as I'm by myself, it really would have been weird if somebody would have, like, had a retort for that. I, I don't disagree it's our right, and I don't want to take away your guns. I just want to make sure that they're in the hands of people that know how to use them, and there is a consequence for their action, which is why... I think we should have a lower cost for registration. I think the registration should be free. Licensing should cost you a minimal fee to be licensed, similar to what you do for your fucking car, your driver's license. And then also, the training should be part of the licensing process. Okay? Everyone now has to go through driver's ed. That's a fucking costly experience. This shouldn't be that costly. But it would give officers a chance to show people how to use weapons. Okay? And then also, we could get people who maybe respect them more, know how to use them better, are not brandishing or selling them to whomever they want. There's actually a path to seeing where the guns are going. Uh, and then lastly, the one that I know a lot of people have problems with, I think that you should have to own insurance. I think there has to be some kind of accountability system, even if it's not like 100% on the individual insurance companies you get an insurance company in the mix shit's gonna change that'll be like the cage match you imagine having two insurance companies in a court arguing a wrongful a wrongful shooting or friendly fire holy fuck guns would go away almost immediately that's probably not true but seeing it in court and having it litigated and thrown in your face constantly and not just another you know, our hearts are with all of you. Our thoughts and fucking prayers are with you. Like, really put it out there. What the cost is. The impact. This is how this family was destroyed. It's going to cost this insurance company $2.6 billion to pay all of these people back for the children that they've lost. Yeah, shit's going to change. I don't think we should necessarily take them away. But at least this is a conversation starter it this this probably won't pass there's probably more gun owners in the state that aren't so this probably will not pass um but i think it's it's a thoughtful conversation to start i think we need to have the conversation the right way i don't think it needs to be a extremist conversation one way or the other people have guns they're going to keep guns that is just the way it is but should they register them? Yes. That's a responsible thing to do. And everyone should want that. And all of my friends in law enforcement, you should want this shit too.
because this makes your job exponentially easier. There needs to be insurance, and I do believe that you need to have a license as well. It's not just a permit to carry, it's a permit and license to carry. Um, by the way, going back to those ridiculous political ads, this one was written in as far as the the ballot was concerned or the uh, the voter registration guide. And they were like, reasons against it. What if your home is broken into, you're attacked, or must go hunting? Like, if those three things were happening immediately, because I know so many people that are just, they're running out the door to go hunting. And holy shit, because of this whole registration system and me having to have my gun in a safe place, I can't kill anything today. Fuck me, this sucks so much. I just, again, very stupid. That's a stupid argument. Crack me up, but it's a fucking stupid argument. This topic is probably going to come back more than once. It is a big topic for me. I know it is a big topic for people that I know. And I've said a couple of times that we're going to have someone on who I would like to get on um, to talk through this. I would like to have a very mindful discussion with somebody who is on the opposite. I know a person that I have in mind. Uh, I know he wants to do this. It's all just come down to timing. Um, because I do think it's a, it's a conversation that you need to hear both sides on. And the whole right thing, I get it's a right. But you have a right to breathe. Um I have, I have a right to be, to have my pursuit of happiness and my pursuit of happiness is being impeded by people shooting others in schools, playgrounds, concerts, subways that, that is impeding my pursuit of happiness, which is my right. So how do you, how do you balance that? I guess is the question. I mean, cause it's almost the same thing with the first amendment, right? You have the right to say anything. Yeah. But you also have to understand there's consequences for exercising that right. I could walk into my office tomorrow and say, I fucking hate everyone here. I wish you were dead. You were dead. You were dead. You're cool. Fuck you. You should eat shit and die. All right, let's get ready to go to work. Yeah, I'd be fired. And there's not a First Amendment like soapbox I could stand on. Like It's my First Amendment right to say whatever I want. You're right. You can say whatever the fuck you want, but there are consequences for those words. Guess what? People have been using their guns like it was their First Amendment right. They're just firing them off whenever the fuck they want to. And guess what? Now, there's consequences for that that have to be faced. I mean, agree with me or not, and that's fine if you don't, because this is just one, again, douchey, fucking entitled white guy in his basement using this media as a cathartic method to help himself cope with the fact that he is probably a giant doucher himself. But I, I just think it's something we have to discuss. It's got, we've got to look into it more. There has to be a solution that fits both sides enough that we're willing to just shake hands and go, okay, this is it. All right. I'm off my soapbox. That is it for this week. Uh, for all of the rest of the entitled white people out there, try being less entitled. Uh, I don't, I don't know how you do that. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm going to try like, again, I didn't grab that dude. Should have, I didn't. Um, and, uh, go, uh, go fucking vote. Yeah. Vote with your heart. As long as it's Democrat. All right, guys.
I forgot to mention something. The doctor's piece. Said I was going to talk about it, and then I didn't talk about it. So I've noticed something with doctors lately, and I don't know if this is universal to all doctors, but it's something I've noticed. Doctors no longer do a good job of explaining things with a WIFM statement. Here's what I mean. The what's in it for me statement. I see a lot of the... Um, here's a great example. If you're overweight, high cholesterol, which I have, um, the pitch is always the same thing. And for an older person, it makes more sense, but to a younger person, it won't. I was told many times I have very high cholesterol and I need to get it under control and it will lead to longer life, less, you know, lower risk of a heart attack. Like everything you can think of was explained to me. And that was explained to me in my 20s, and again in my 30s, and in my fucking 40s, I started to listen. Why? Because you start questioning your mortality more at this age. Now, if I was overweight or obese, um, well, more overweight than I am, I should say, uh, and my doctor said to me, you know, you need to drop some pounds, uh, you can definitely tell... Well, you're carrying your fat or stress is right in this area. Um, you definitely want to lose weight. It's better for your heart and your overall well-being. Um, we should see your cholesterol level drop, and uh, it's just a healthier life. No one listens to that. Now, if a doctor pulled you aside and said, look, you're fucking fat. Okay, let's just throw it out there. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you want to fuck better? Every guy would be grabbing a pen. <clears throat> yes. Uh, go on. All right. Here's what you need to do. You drop some weight. Your penis will actually grow in size. It's not actually growing in size, by the way. It's that your skin will actually loosen up and it allows your uh, schwanz to drop a little bit. True. It's a true thing. Um, look it up. Do you want to fuck better? Yeah. Being skinnier, you're going to fuck better. And you're probably going to last longer too. Oh, also, more people will probably want to fuck you if you probably dropped about 10 to 30 pounds. Guarantee, had you if you tell somebody that in their 20s, they're going to listen to it right then. You can cover the heart shit as well, but they won't even hear that. They're going to hear the part about their dick, and they're going to hear about the part about the sex. That's it. I've heard doctors tell my son multiple times the right thing he should do and why like don't smoke right now okay but you know he's gonna do it don't smoke because it's gonna take longer for your leg to heal that doesn't mean shit to him right now he has no concept of what that is why because he's still a young man and he's stupid sorry we all are i'm not saying him specifically men in general at that age are fucking idiots there are exceptions I just can't think of any. Um, but if they had come out, they, they tell him repeatedly things that he shouldn't do and he does already. Don't overdo it. He's already overdoing it. Don't do too much. He's already doing too much. Why? What's it going to do to you? Literally, it's going to take your body longer to heal. If they said that smoking will cause his leg, the remaining piece of it, to fall the fuck off, which by the way is not true, he would not smoke anymore. There's not a good enough with them anymore. People don't explain things in a way that is suited for the age group, the sex, doesn't matter. Like, we don't, our doctors don't do a good job of actually having a human conversation, a human interaction anymore. It is very clinical. It is very 
I said clinical. <laughs> it's just, it's not a good conversation. They don't, they can't socialize with people. They can socialize with issues. And people are now issues. So when they say things, they come at it from a very, like, surgical, analytical is probably a better way to say it. A very analytical standpoint. Thinking that everyone's going to agree with the way that they're saying it. The reality is, it doesn't make any sense. So if you can find yourself a doctor that talks to you the way that you talk, that is now your new doctor. If you talk to somebody that is willing to put things out in a very direct manner and explain them to you, like, hey, if you don't take this pill, you're going to fucking die. Maybe more people will take the pill. Anyway, I digress. And then lastly, the song from Beauty and the Beast, Tale as Old as Time. Can we talk about that for a second? This is quick. That entire story is about a woman kidnapped by a beast who then suffers from Stockholm Syndrome and winds up marrying him. That's the tale that's old as time? Stalkers, listen closely. You're doing everything all wrong. You gotta go for the kidnap because apparently the kidnap has a payoff. Eventually they fall in love with you. It's the tale as old as time. Seriously, it's right there in the song in the movie. I may not be watching it right, but that's what I'm getting out of it. Alright, now, now I'm signing off.